0: Log Talk Radio. There we go. <music> hallelujah! 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 Praise the Lord, my brothers and sisters. Once again, I am Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson, and Jesus and I are your hosts here on The Real Rap, coming live from Blog Talk Radio backslash Purpose Kingdom. BlogTalkRadio.com, Black Sabbath Purpose Kingdom. And this is our 1,769th episode. Hallelujah. That's a blessing right there. Belief in the existence and activity of the angels and demons is a common religious fact within cultural traditions. At the same time, there are many people who reject the notion of angelic characters and believe the existence of angels and demons along with exorcisms and demonic possessions come out of a primitive superstition worldview as a relic, from a time a time of Christ, a throwback to the Middle Ages, or a time when mental health issues were not well understood. For some people today, so for some people today, including some in the church, even to speak about the existence of devils is embarrassing. For some people, evil is something of our own making. They believe it is nothing more than humanizing inhumane treatment of one another and that can be <laughs> look at it there are also people who look at things from a scientific viewpoint that says seeing is believing yet for people of faith we look at the at things from the viewpoint of believing is seeing the basics of what we believe believing in comes To us from scriptures and throughout the Bible, there are many accounts of the devil's attempts to destroy the coming of the kingdom of God. Therefore, by assuring the assistance of Lucifer the devil, the church is remaining faithful unto the word, to the to the Bible, the word of God. So tonight, my brothers and sisters, Jesus will be teaching us on the things Lucifer loves hallelujah 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 father god i come to you in spirit and only in truth father god always worshiping you and praising you giving you glory honoring you and thanking you father god exalting your name above all the highest heavens and all upon earth father god claiming your glory and your authority over everything father god i come now father god in the name of jesus asking you to denounce me father god pour me out and pour your spirit into me father god so what you have written and put together, Father God, your message will go through, breaking the strongholds that and, and Lucifer may have on, um, on our brothers and sisters, breaking everything that he is trying to do that their spiritual eyes will be able to see and grab the victory in Jesus Christ, only giving you the glory, only giving you the praise. Only in Jesus Christ's blessing and holy name, I claim liberty over Lucifer, all that has fallen with him and all that is influenced by him. And in my Lord and Savior, name, Father God, I suggest unto you, and amen, amen, and amen. Lucifer attempts to destroy the coming of the kingdom of God. Therefore, by assuring the existence of Lucifer the devil, the church is remaining faithful to the Bible, the word of God. Now, you may say, how can Lucifer destroy, how did Lucifer the devil can destroy the coming of the kingdom of God? I'm glad you asked that question. And the answer is through relationships. Our relationship with God and mankind you see lucifer knows by destroying relationships between mankind mankind will turn away from god we see lucifer's handiwork with sodom and gomorrah in our lifetime from lucifer's lies he has mankind believing they can do they, they don't need god they can do whatever they want they can do it on our own so when jesus said i can do all things through christ who strengthened me The way Lucifer put it, that's a lie. Having a relationship with Jesus is a marriage. And as a marriage bringing two to one, Jesus and you are one body, one mind, one spirit. And in a marriage, you work as one. Lucifer knows in order for him to destroy this marriage, he must destroy the foundation of marriage inside us. Today, marriage is a joke to some people. When you hear them talk about it, marriage, man, it's like a ball and chain. You're going to be locked down for the rest of your life. Are you sure you want to get married? One woman, one man for the rest of your life? Good luck with that. These are some of the things that people say. And this is what Lucifer needs for mankind to believe in these sayings. That's destroyed the foundation of marriage. The meaning of loving someone unconditionally and being Faithful to that one person like Christ seems to be something of the past. Lucifer has people believing they can do whatever they want to do and don't care who gets hurt, deceiving someone for sex, money, or even power. These are some of the reasons people get married these days, not for love, for these people, it's the I factor that comes from the pride that flows from the heart, the traps of Lucifer's heart. Let me read that again. For these people, for some, for some of these people, this is why they get married today, it's not for love. It's for the I factor that comes from pride that flows from the traps of Lucifer's heart. Pride is all about me. You got to understand, sometimes like from 1400s, they always arranged marriages to either keep a kingdom. A king will, will arrange a marriage with another king and his, his son and them so they can keep it all in the kingdom in peace. You have people that, that can get married just to keep money in, in their family. You got people that get married to have authority and power over someone. These are all some of the reasons that people get married That You don't really see marriages lasting that long anymore because they're not standing on the right foundation. For the foundation of marriage, God speaks of it in Ephesians 5, 3, I mean five thirty one and 33, when the word of God says, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife and they too shall become one flesh. This is mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, every one of you, everyone, let me, nevertheless, let every one of you, and particularly so love his wife, his wife, even as his himself, and the wife shall Wife will see that she reverence her husband. Here God is telling you right there that how a marriage should be. You know, you become one flesh, you with one person, and that's how we should be looking at and moving in one unit. Lucifer loves humans that turn from God to walk in his spirit, a spirit of deception, diversion, division, and discouragement. For these are the tools that kills our relationships and in the end kills our relationship with Jesus. If you can't love mankind, how can you love God? Scriptures provides much evidence in the existence of demons. A major thing from the New Testament is a clash between the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Lucifer, Satan, the devil. This clash comes from Lucifer's desire of wanting to be God. You remember Isaiah fourteen twelve 12 to 17, and, verse, and verses 12 and the 14, where God reveals was lying inside Lucifer's heart. When God said to Lucifer, how art thy fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thy cut down to the ground, which thus weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mountain of the congregation in the side of the north. I will ascend above the highest of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Wow. That's a lot to say there. This is... The I factor. You see here, Lucifer said five times. This is the I factor. It flows from Lucifer's heart. It is called pride. Pride is the destroyer of mankind. Pride is the key to Lucifer's power over mankind. Throughout his evil influence to into, into mankind, Pride has opened the doors to many demons, just as Sodom and Gomorrah was under Lucifer's influence. We're walking in their eye factor, the eye factor that takes God out of your plans, your focus, and your desires. That's what Lucifer is looking for, hoping for, okay? You have to get a real understanding on something. You don't have to be a devil worshiper, a satanic worshiper. You ain't, you ain't got to sit there and do all those things and, 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 and to praise Lucifer. All you have to do is stop calling on God. Walk away from Christ. Deny Christ. Deny the Holy Spirit. And when you do that, you are cool with Lucifer. Lucifer has, got, has made God's words fade away as the centuries passed on. That's old school. They did that back in the day. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> Excuse me. This is what some people say when it comes to doing what God says in the Bible, changing things and taking things out of the Bible to fit their own desires. <laughs> well, in Revelation Twenty two, eighteen, and 19 god speaks about that for the word of god says for i testify unto every man that heareth the word of the prophecies of this book if any man shall add unto this add unto these things god shall add upon him the plagues that are written in this book and if any man take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. You can't Lucifer wants us to take God that's what he does. He takes and he flips God's words around to try to fit his form and his fashion, try to make God's words look weak and, and don't not real. You know, he wants you to fall into this Belief that you have more power and authority than God, you know. How can you have more power and authority than the one that created you, the one that knows every? God is the one that's your source of everything, your being, your living, your whatever you need. God is the source of that. How can you think that you're the one making the way for you? Even the atheists at time, will run into a wall and scream out for Christ. Lucifer plans are deception. Diversion, division, and discouragement, discouragement. Traps of lies we fall for that takes our focus off the word of God. Traps of lies we fall for which takes our focus off the word of God. Lucifer knows the more I get them to believe in my words, the more I can control them. Can control them. Now, if you don't if you don't see Lucifer's influence in this world, just go and read Solomon Gomorrah and Genesis 13 and 13. Read how the people, well, <laughs> the men of the city was full of evil desires. And after reading that, you still don't see it? And watch your local news channel. That's going to show it to you right there. Jesus' name, Jesus is a name that means God saves the traditional title of Jesus as Savior or Redeemer. That reminds us that Jesus saves and rescues us from real danger, something evil. One of the major reasons Jesus became a human was to free us from demonic influences. Indeed, his mission was one of an exorcist. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he may destroy the works of the devil. And exorcism means to clean us of unclean spirits, demons. The power of words. None more powerful than the words of God. But we have TV shows, music and music shows, and radio shows. Believe it or not, there is a TV show named Lucifer. And as an exorcist, Jesus and I had to sit down and watch this show. In this show, it shows Lucifer to be made to be seen as a good God. I'm going to say it again. In this show, Lucifer is made to be seen as a good guy, making evil look fun. Making the desire of having a <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> you ain't gonna stop me. I do you. Making the desire of having authority and power over people strong. This show was written to make the watchers see Lucifer as no threat making God's words of him a lie. That's what Lucifer's plans are, making God's words seem like a lie, deception. Lucifer uses TV to bring his words to life, putting images of evil acts in our faces in order to get us to to accept them, to get us to desire his way of life. Music is a universal language, and all people from around the world make all kinds of songs. Love songs, party songs, dance songs. There are songs that make you cry, and there are songs that can make you laugh. The danger of some songs are the the messages that they bring. Now, in 1979, my next-door neighbor had went out and got the new Ozzy Osbourne record, Death Leopard. The thing about it was what made him come knock on my door to tell me about this record was when he knocked on my door, he was like, "Man, I got, this, I got, this, I got, I need your help." He said, "Well, come here, this record." And I said, "All right, come over." I go over to the crib, you know, listen to it. And I listen to Ozzy, and he's playing it forward, right? He said, "Man, I stopped it, man, and I played it backwards, and he started talking about the devil and all that." I said, "You know, now it's '79. All oh, we had nothing but radio." Um. Plastic wax was all they had, you know. So anybody that played a record, you had to put down put the needle down and play it. But I never had the, the what is it, the notion or the or the itch or whatever you want to say it to want to play a record backwards. In order to play the record backwards, you have to stop it while it's going forward, and while your fingers there, turn it backwards. That's playing the record backwards. So I said, man, what made you decide to to play the record backwards? He said, man, I was listening to it. I started getting into it. I started hearing this, play it backwards, playing it backwards. So I started playing it backwards, and I and I, heard, well, I just heard that voice about praising Lucifer. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That's God. <laughs> wow. Now, I'm not saying Ozzy Osborne is an evil person. I'm not saying that. But he used to call himself the Prince of Darkness. Songs of praise brings your spirits up, freeing you from feeling sad, mad, angry, upset, hateful, and so on. These songs take away the demonic influence that's trying to get you to do something evil because you're identifying with God, the source of your authority. Some of these songs people are listening to today controls what they eat, how they think, how they act, where they live, you know, the power of words. And that's what Lucifer is using, of words. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, here's a history lesson for you. Radios was the first form of entertainment. People would sit around the radio and listen to what we see on TV once was radio ads and radio talk shows. There was a radio show that had people almost running for their lives. The radio host talk, told a story. He said, aliens have landed in a town. These aliens are kicking over the town and killing people. He even said the military is fighting with the aliens but are losing. He gave a step-by-step death intel on this war so much People started believing the war was on its way to them. And that's probably because he made them think that way. This is a good example of how powerful words are. It's a radio station. People are sitting down listening to it you're not seeing no pictures you're not seeing nothing that's giving you an indication of what the aliens looked like he had to paint a picture of what the spaceships looked like he had to give a depth in depth detail as, as he was getting a report from a reporter that was there that was telling what was going on he had to make the people see what he wrote the power of words the man name was orson wells the show aired in 1938 as a Halloween episode. He got the idea from a novel written by H.G. Wells. I don't know if it's later or not. The name of the, the book and the show was called The War of the Worlds. The novel was written in 1898. Lucifer writes horror stories just like this. <laughs> Did you ever read Sodom and Gomorrah, Genesis 13 and 13? Ah, that's a hint. But Lucifer learned how to write from Jesus when Jesus told Luc- Lucifer in Luke 4 and 8, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and, and him sh- only shall thy serve. Lucifer learned then, if it is written, mankind will follow it. If it is written, mankind will follow it. If you go back and read Luke 4, you would see here's Lucifer tempting Jesus in the in 40 days and trying to get Jesus to turn to him. Here in verse, in verse 8, Jesus, Lucifer comes to him and tells Jesus that I can give you, bow down to me, I can give you all that you see. When Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, that was a, a Authority statement, as if as if. But he was tired of what he was saying. He no more had to say no more. How can you give me what you have not made? That's what Jesus wants to point out when you get these demons are coming to you, making offers to you. How can you give me something that you did not make? You have no control of this earth. You have no authority, real authority in this earth. For God made everything. His handprints are even on you. Demonic, and as a matter of fact, we're going to stop right here, and we're going to ask when anybody that's listening right now, if anything, if you feel that your spirit needs to be released from what you feel is around you, and you know you cannot handle that, you know there's only one spirit, one that can do that, and his name is Jesus Christ. If you've been trying to get to him and you've been wanting, trying to figure out how can I get Close to him. Well, this is what Jesus wants you to say. Believe in your heart when you say this. You say, Lord Jesus, I need for you to come into my heart. I accept you as my Savior. I need for you to teach me how to get my life right. If you believe in your heart, that you believe that Jesus is in your heart, then you are saved. We strongly suggest you find a nice Bible-strong um, Bible-teaching school so that you can be taught properly how to divide the word of God properly so you can stand and fight against these demons. And right about now, I'm going to call my brother or Rob on or for the um, announcements.
1: All right, all right. Uh, this is a Product of Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. Uh, and also uh, for those that are listening to us online or listening to us via phone, we uh, greatly appreciate uh, your listenership and your support for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And uh, we also thank those that share and, and tell their family members and let them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air, and we thank them so much for that. <clears throat> uh, anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And when we do a live broadcast, we do have a calling number, which is 319 6091. And you can press the number one and you can uh, talk to our host and uh, we'll get you in as soon as we can. Okay. And uh, just to let you know that we do have a uh, social, me- we have social media pages and uh, one of them is at Facebook and it's Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. And you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make major announcements on that social media pages as well as the other ones that we have. And some of them, are at Instagram and Twitter, which is at purpose underscore kingdom. Uh, and we thank you so much for that. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can contact us via email at purpose, kingdom net at gmail.com where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a prayer request. We gladly honor that. And, uh, also, uh, if you were in need of a Bible, you can just, uh, go ahead and uh, leave your contact information. We'll see about getting you a Bible. Okay. And, uh, Tomorrow evening, we're going to be broadcasting at the uh, 8 p.m. hour, and we're going to have DTW Ministries. God bless me We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour with DTW Ministries, and that's going to be hosted by Reverend Aaron Williams. Okay, so uh, please feel free to uh, contact us. And, uh, you know, uh, with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements, and I'm going to bring back Evangelist Todd.
0: Amen, amen, hallelujah! We praise the Lord for all our announcements. Praise the Lord for that. Demonic infestation is a presence of evil in a location, an object. It is caused when something of an evil nature has occurred in a particular place, or when one has bought something, a some some item accused, associated with the cult. When evil is manifesting in a location, there is unexplained noises such as footsteps, voices, laughter, doors and windows opening and closing. It can also include things like inset investigation, lights, and other electrical devices turning on and off for no apparent reason. Objects disappearing from one location and reappearing in another picture frames, falling, pictures falling off walls, furniture moving, seeing dark shadows, poltergeist ice, fi- um, figurines and chairs moving, and blankets levitating in the air. An in, in, infestation connected with an object has to do with, with, with an item that may have been cursed or used in a, cult practice. Infestation connected with an object that has to do with items that have that may have been cursed or connected in a cult practice such as voodoo dolls, you've all seen Annabelle, electronic devices, figurines, furniture, blankets, pictures, and toys, and some more. Demonic oppressions are mental attacks that Lucifer uses to influence a person's internal and external and internal senses. By attacking our imagination, Lucifer can cause a person to see visions that can, that are intended to cause fear or to entice one to commit sin. A person experiencing obsessions can have nightmares hallucinations, obscene and blasphemy thoughts. A, be fixated on things that pertain to the demonic realms, such as the number 666, six, six, are being convinced they have, have blasphemy against the Holy Spirit Which is un, which is an unforgivable sin. You can read Matthew's twelve thirty one to thirty two, Luke Luke twelve and ten, and Mark three twenty eight twenty nine. That's Matthew's twelve thirty one to twenty two, Luke twelve twelve and ten, and Mark three twenty eight and nine. People suffering from obsessions can feel as if they are going insane. This is what. Warfare is. And if you don't know what warfare is, warfare is a demonic soup of spiritual attack between the children of God and the dark forces of Lucifer's demonic, I'm, demon, I'm his demons. The moment you are um, pressured, stressed, depressed, feeling discouraged, feeling empty, hateful, having a short fuse that was mine, feeling negative lustful anger bitter thoughts are flooding your mind you are under a spiritual attack called warfare and warfare is a pure demonic attack and yes it definitely affects your mood swings and feelings if you're feeling sad everything right is going to fall apart if you're mad everything you're going to act that way how you're feeling is how you act your mood swings but how you feel you know what i mean you ain't looking too good to anything right because you're moving, because you're feeling this way. Warfare is engaging in a different dimension. It's not happening in your dimension, but you can feel it, but you may not see it. The demonic forces are trying to hurt you, and many times they're using, the, and what they're using to do their work are people. In order for you to fight against something, you need to know what you, you need to know your enemy. And he, and have your enemy, and I'm sorry about that. And here, your enemy is not people, flesh, and blood, but Lucifer, evil army. And anybody that's ever been in any type of form of a fight, you watch a boxing match, you watch anything, you got what's called fight tapes. A football team, like I told my nephew the other day when he was talking about the Eagles being beat by San Francisco, or they made their first touchdown. I said, they made their first touchdown because... He didn't wrap his legs up. I said, it's the best thing about film and tape. They got something they can watch on come third or fourth quarter, change everything. He can point out the reason why that man got that touchdown, you didn't wrap his legs up, start wrapping their legs up. Sure enough, come third quarter, they wrap his legs up. He was like, oh, I said, yeah, they studied the enemy. Studying, you can win. And that's what God is pointing us to. We need to know, even though somebody's coming at your neck, you got to realize it's not them. There's something that's around them, influences them, trying to come at me to make me come back in that way to cause conflict that can break, that, that destroys our relationship. When someone's coming at you, oh, Lord Jesus, um, you first of all, ask God for protection. Protect, protect me with this right now and, and stay calm. If a person stay calm, the other person will either walk away because they're not getting you to hype up or they will calm down themselves. It's when you start calm, you start hyping up yourself, that's when that demon steps in, actually walks away and loud. That, 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 that simmer to grow. Because warfare is a spiritual attack, you cannot win your battle in the flesh. You have to submit to the Holy Spirit and take up your divine weapons. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds second Corinthians 10:4 The moment you start to find yourself asking what you with me why am i feeling like this you are under attack attacks do with a, these attacks are designed to break you down to get you start to doubt yourself once you doubt yourself weakness steps in and that's when the demon once it needs for you to be weak in order for us to become weak, we must turn away from the Word of God, which strengthens us. it's the word of God that builds us up. it's the word of God that we use, especially when you read in Luke four Jesus defeated Lucifer with the word of God, our strength. so as soon as you start turning away from the Word of God, then problems happen. It is very sad that god's people have so little knowledge about warfare and don't know how to fight against it. Therefore, the warfare begins to turn into depression and then suicide, all because the enemy is hunting God's people like cattle. But God, he always has something for us. Amen. Like when you go to Ephesians 6, and read on from 6 to 17, there's a real good thing God got for us. You can't. This right here, this, this gift right here God got for us right now, I'm getting ready to tell you about. This gift right here really puts them demons on their run. I'm truly trying to tell you something. And it says, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wells of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against the spiritual attack, wickedness in the high places. Wherefore, take upon you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your loins guarded about the truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet stood with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all, the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. We want to take a real close look at this, all right? The wells of the devil, meaning attacks. Lucifer plans against us, remember, is, Deception, the state of being deceived. Diversion, a turning aside or walking away. Division, a a dividing or being divided. Discouragement, to lose faith. We have to understand the only way that Lucifer can control you, the only way Lucifer can has authority over you is if you give it to him. That's why they beat you up. That's why they're on your neck. That's why they're trying to break you down. That's why they want to get you, ah, they want to, ah, they want to, ah, they want you in that state of, ah, because in that state of, ah, they're working so good. You have stopped focusing on God. You have stopped, you let the word of God escape you. All you got to do when you feel the, oh, Lord Jesus, help me right now and peace will come upon you. And then you can start remembering the Holy Spirit and bring back the words of God to you that can strengthen you in this time period. Always remember, no matter what the situation there is, prayer changes everything. And once these demons get you to weaken your faith, get you to doubt in what you believe, that's why God says we wrestle not against Flesh and blood. We wrestle with evil, the demons. Can you grasp how important this fight is? This fight, winning this, winning and losing means so much because heaven or hell awaits. For those who have salvation, heaven is yours. So have peace here. You have the authority over these demons. We have to learn to use our authority, our power. Our fight, our problem is not people. Our enemy is Lucifer, Satan, the devil, and his evil army. And just like any army, they have rank, title, and assignments. Demons are not just walking around looking, who can I? No, (laughs) they're not doing that. Demons have an assignment, a plan against you, and your loved ones, your friends, even your enemies. This is why we must pray. Everyone, you would say, "Well, what my enemies? Why should I be concerned about my enemies? Because they ain't concerned about your enemies." Jesus ain't in you. Because of this, you need your full armor of God. It is not optional. It is mandatory, because it's not when evil comes. No, it's, wait a minute, yeah, it's not, but it's not wait a minute, I'm reading it all wrong, I'm sorry, brothers and sisters. It's when evil comes, not if it'll come, because God says in the evil day, not if the evil day. And if you look around today, like I said, if you would watch your local news, you would see a lot of that evil time period been going around for centuries. It's nothing new. Ecclesiastes tell you ain't nothing new under the sun. Everything's happening now has been happening for centuries. God's only wondering when everybody's gonna start standing together, come together, start praying against it. You know, we have the authority and the power. Every time we come together, we wanna put this is going on, talk about what that's going on over there, that's what's going on over there, that's what's going on over there. You wanna oh that's a shame that happened over there, that's a shame that happened over there. When God in heaven said, No, it's a shame, you ain't praying against that. We have a question of how can we stop this? If prayer changes things, why are you asking how? Why come you ain't praying? We know know there's the scripture, two or more together, together, that God comes in the midst and answers those prayers. But are we coming together? When you look at your local news today, the answer's right there for you. We need to come together more and start complaining about things and start praying against things. We got the power of Christ and we got the belief in Christ that God can change. When you're change, you praying for yourself or praying for your family, praying for somebody else, you see God's handiwork in that, changing things. If God can change that, don't limit God. Don't put him in no box. He can't fit in, in a box big enough for him. Put Lucifer and them demons back in their box through prayer. Like I said, it's not optional. option. So each of us, as God's children, will go through warfare. It is mandatory because Lucifer is at your neck. And I'm glad you wonder why. Because it it strengthens us, increases our faith, and draws us nearer to God. For we fight the battle not in flesh, but in spirit. Flaming arrows of the evil one. What are these flaming arrows? Well, that's what they are. These flaming arrows are the lies that are told to you by demons trying to get you to believe it, believe them about yourself, discouraging, discouraging and negative thoughts, magnified, magnified failures, gossip and slander behind your back, accusations and the blame game, being betrayed, rejections, anger, anger outbursts, nervous breakdowns, uncontrolling crying episodes, and so much more. As Jesus was just saying a few seconds ago, this is their tools to break you down. They said there's a pill out there for everything. You know, there's a prayer out there for everything. The sword, the word of God, God has given us a divine weapon to take in your hands and to use it as Jesus did in Luke 4, the word of God, defeats Lucifer. That's your sword. You can, defeat, you, can, you, can, you can defeat your supernatural opponent, your victorious enemy, or your Goliath or Jezebel with the word of God of God. Now, how amazing is that? But are you using it? Are you believing in it? Are you trained and disciplined to use your sword to slay your giants? If not, maybe it's time you start using your word and doing that. See, we have to study the word of God. By studying the word of God, you're putting and ammunition in your heart. So when Lucifer tries to attack or a demon attack you, the Holy Spirit will come to you and bring up those those scriptures that you had in you. And by bringing them scriptures up, you can fight back with them. When you read in Luke 4, every time Lucifer came at Jesus, Jesus came back at him. It is written. It is written in saying God already spoke it. Since God spoke it, it's written in a point in time. Change it. Ain't nobody going to change it. No one has the authority to change that. God's word dominates over everything. For it's God's words that brought everything into existence. So here are some warfare scriptures you can play that will help you tremendously in defeating demons, because you are agreeing with God and activating the power of his words. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy shall come and like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift, shall lift up a standard against him. Isaiah fifty nine nineteen. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt not be far from oppression. I mean, thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear, and from terror, that for it shall not come near thee. Isaiah fifty four fourteen. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the inheritance of the servants of the the Lord, and the righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Said the Lord. Isaiah 54, 17. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plagues come nigh, Thy dwelling, there shall be no evil befall near near near. see, mm, mm, mm. see he's trying to get my tongue. See, I told you, I told you that problem I got. Moses, <laughs> there shall be no evil be, befall thee, neither shall any plagues come near nigh thy dwelling. Psalms ninety one and ten. So, in closing, as always, Jesus and I want to leave you with something to think on. And that is 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Study to show thyself of proof unto God a workman that needeth, needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Father God, we come to you now. Father God, just giving you the glory, giving you praise, and giving you honor, Father God. Just come giving you thanks, Father God. just Honestly, God, we, we, don't, we don't do it enough. But recognizing you in our lives, recognizing you and everything, your plans in our lives, we come to saying thank you, Father God. For all the things that lie in front of us, Father God, we still can focus on You, seeing Your Spirit, seeing Your love, and seeing Your control in this world, Father God. Knowing that, Father God, we just say thank You. I come now, Father God, just saying thank You for this word, Father God. Knowing it will break the strongholds of Lucifer. May Your word go forth and set forth what You set forth to do. Only in Jesus Christ's blessed and holy name, I can be written over Lucifer all that is fallen with Him and all that is influenced by Him. And in my Lord and Savior's name, I say yes unto You, Father God, and Amen, Amen and amen. Y'all be blessed. Amen. Jesus fled. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved
1: me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see you down, I will not lose. He me.